In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Since we are gathered to hear God's word, Call upon him in prayer and praise and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together, as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, our merciful Father, in holy baptism you declared us to be your children and gathered us into your one holy church in which you daily and richly forgive us our sins and grant us new life through your Spirit. Be in our midst, enliven our faith, and graciously receive our prayer and praise. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith in Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. For 
who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. For the sick and dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. For these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, you see that of ourselves we have no strength. By your mighty power, defend us from all adversities that may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts that may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for our Lenten meditation upon the gift of prayer is recorded in Colossians chapter 3. As the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from Genesis chapter 18. And Abraham came near and said to the Lord, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were fifty righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked, far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed, now I who am but dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than the fifty righteous. Would you destroy all the city for lack of five? So the Lord said, If I find there forty-five, I will not destroy it. And Abraham spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose there should be forty found there. So the Lord said, I will not do it for the sake of forty. Then Abraham said, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose thirty should be found there. So the Lord said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And Abraham said, Indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose twenty should be found there. So the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of twenty. Then Abraham said, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak but once more. Suppose ten should be found there. And the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of ten. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The city of Sodom has become a symbol for man's rebellion against God. Everything about Sodom was evil. The rejection of God's word led them to all manner of perversion and sexual immorality. Unrestrained lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride characterized the city of Sodom. It was a cesspool of wickedness. Why would Abraham pray that the city of Sodom be spared from God's wrath? He prays for the sake of the righteous who may still inhabit the city like his nephew Lot and his family. In our prayers as Christians and in the church, we take no pleasure in God's judgment against the wicked. We know that it comes, but we take no pleasure in it. In our prayers, we pray for the world's salvation, even if repentance never comes. In our prayers, 
we express our grief and our sorrow over impenitence. Lord, have mercy. In Abraham's prayer to the Lord, he appeals to God's justice and to his love. Would you take away the righteous along with the wicked? This is not like you to do this, Lord. Please save the righteous from your wrath. Abraham knew the Lord's justice and love from the great flood. The world was swept away, but righteous Noah and his family were saved. And it was only eight souls on the ark. O Lord, save the righteous from your wrath. That was Abraham's prayer. Who exactly are the righteous? There is no such thing as a person who is without sin. But the righteous are those who have been brought to repentance and faith. Simply put, the righteous are those who believe in Jesus and who cling to him. Today's reading teaches us an important lesson. If it were not for the presence of faithful Christians in the world, the world would have been destroyed long ago. God preserves the world for the sake of his church, his Christians. What an irony. If it were not for the presence of the church in this world, and the prayers of faithful Christians, the world would be destroyed under God's wrath. Yet it is the wicked world who is set to destroy the only people who are preventing God's wrath from wiping them out. Again, what an irony. But we learn something else from Abraham's prayer. Through the presence of the righteous in this world, their confession of faith, and their prayers for the salvation of the wicked. God shows forth his love for those who hate him. So Abraham prays for Sodom and the righteous believers in the city. O Lord, would you destroy the city if there were only 50 righteous there? Would you destroy it if there were only 45, 40, 30, 20? O Lord, do not be angry at me. Suppose there were only ten righteous in the city. Would you spare the city for the sake of ten? And the Lord's answer is revealing. He would not destroy Sodom, even if there were only ten righteous in the entire city. Learn the lesson of Abraham's prayer. God's wrath comes upon a wicked world in many forms. War, famine, pestilence, and a host of other disasters. But it is the presence of faithful Christians in the world and their prayers that prevents the world's total destruction. Father Abraham knew God's heart. The time he has this conversation with the Lord, he is 99 years old, nearly a quarter of a century since he was called to faith. 
25 years of following the Lord. And he came to understand the Lord as a God of justice, but most especially as a God of love and mercy. Even when God's justice is visited, his judgment and wrath, while this world exists, it is for the sake of the call to repentance. Abraham's prayer expresses faith in the God who does not desire the death of a sinner, but rather that we turn from our evil ways and live. Abraham's bold and persistent prayer for the few righteous to be spared is anchored in the promise of God in the gospel. The only prayers that God hears are those who cry out to him on the basis of faith in Jesus and his mercy and his love for all people. The gospel teaches that God saved the wicked and perverse world not because of the righteousness of 50 or 40 or 30 or 20 or even 10, but rather for the sake of the righteousness of the one man, Christ Jesus. All of God's wrath for the wickedness of all of mankind was poured out upon Jesus in his death upon the cross. Christ suffered once for sins, Peter writes, the just for the unjust. One righteous man for a whole world of unrighteous that he might reconcile us to God. In Christ, there is forgiveness and salvation for all. But those who reject what Jesus did will perish. No wonder Abraham prayed for Sodom. It was not only for the righteous for whom he interceded, but also for the city. For you see, if the righteous are gone, the wicked have no hope for repentance. So the church prays, as Abraham prayed, for the preservation of the righteous and for the conversion of the wicked. Our faith in the righteous one will not allow us to do anything less. Woe to us if we do not want all to enter into the church and receive the gift of salvation, no matter who they are. In today's epistle, St. Paul encourages us to live from Christ's forgiving love that it might bear fruit within us in the body of Christ and that our love for each other might be a witness to Christ's love for the entire world. As the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. May our prayers for the world and for one another 
be anchored in that one who is the righteous one. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us confess the Christian faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we offer before you our common supplications for the well-being of your church throughout the world and for the salvation of mankind. So guide and govern your church by your Holy Spirit, that all who profess themselves Christians may live by faith in the grace of God and be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in the unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Send down upon all ministers of the gospel and upon the congregations committed to their care the healthful spirit of your grace, that they may please you in all things. Behold in mercy all who are in authority over us, Arrest and suppress the warfare in Ukraine. Bring relief to suffering refugees and citizens in harm's way. Grant your church the strength to reach out in love for those in need. Supply those in authority with your blessing that they may be inclined to your will and walk according to your commandments. We humbly ask your abiding presence in every situation of life that you would make known your ways among us. Preserve those who travel, satisfy the needs of your creatures, and help those who call upon you in any need, that they may have patience in the midst of suffering and according to your will be released from their afflictions. Especially this night, we pray for Jan Miley, mother of Kurt Miley, who suffered a stroke and underwent brain surgery last evening. Professor Roland Cap Elke of Concordia University, Wisconsin, who was diagnosed with cancer. Aubrey Kruger, sister-in-law to Eric Kruger, receiving mental health treatment. Paul Johnson, recuperating from back surgery. Wolf Canopy, recuperating following a stroke. Jim Nietzsche, who is in a care center, 
recovering from pneumonia and pulmonary failure. Tom Pinzel from kidney surgery. Bob Zaretsky from an injury to his leg due to a fall. Mary McMiller in her ongoing recovery from knee surgery. Amy Bruss recovering from a stroke and an extensive therapy. James Loker and Josiah Berenger in treatment for cancer. And Nancy Thiele in hospice care. Grant them strength of faith, patience under the cross of affliction, and the blessed hope of eternal life and salvation for all who trust in Christ. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and grace. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love, shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. At your command, Abraham prepared to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice on the mountain. Yet in mercy you provided a ram as a substitute, we give you thanks that on Calvary you spared not your only son, but sent him to offer his life as a ransom for many. As we eat and drink his body and blood, grant us like Abraham our father to trust in your promise now fulfilled in Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Amen.
Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. <laughs>